Thursday and Friday, I would make those active, active recovery-ish days. Like even if you just take Friday completely off, there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to go every day, it's okay. Um, it will do your body better to have a day of rest um, than it would be to try to get that last workout in just because you feel like you should. So just because some people are there doesn't mean that you need to be there too. Um, and rest is Hey everybody, uh, welcome back to KCF Conversations. Uh, today on the podcast, Janae is joining me uh, once again. Uh, and this time we're going to talk about, I don't say all things, but we're gonna talk about Dirty Turtle. Uh, it's coming up and uh, we wanna help those of you who are participating um, plan out your week because people sort of freak out like, should I work out? Should I run? What should I eat? Uh, so we want to answer those questions for you. Uh, I can say I have not done Dirty Turtle before, but I have done uh, ultra marathons and lots of uh, long endurance events. And I think the planning for this is very similar. And yeah. Janae has done Dirty Turtle before. Uh, sure. So she can speak uh, directly from, from that experience. So um, let's kick it off by talking about workouts. Hi. So we've got a week coming up. The race is on Saturday. Saturday, right? eight days. So that means you have Monday through Friday. What are we supposed to do? Like, what's your recommendation for, let's just talk about in the gym, CrossFit uh, workouts. What do you recommend? Sure. So personally, um, this is very much to do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> because I have fear <laughs> of missing you, out. Learn from Janae's from mistakes. Yeah, learn from my mistakes. Don't lay down and cry halfway through the race. Um, so... I haven't seen the programming for next week yet, so I don't even know like what's coming up. I know there's a little bit of running, maybe a lot of bit of running. Um, there's a long endurance type day. That there is some build Murph the base. prep stuff. Yeah, there's a little bit of Murph prep stuff. So uh, early in the week, I would say, you know, go ahead and run. Do what you're going to do, like Monday, Tuesday. Um, see what the workouts look like. See if they spark joy in your heart. If they do, have at it. Um, maybe Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, start dialing it back a little bit. Dial back the intensity. Don't necessarily take three days off before the race. Um, I know personally, I feel really sluggish if I don't work out for a couple days and then I go and do something uh, endurancey or or even something not endurancey. I just feel slow and heavy, and it's in my head, I'm sure. But uh, maybe just dial back the intensity and keep moving your bodies, um, especially if you've got some injuries that you might be working through. So I know there's a couple of a couple of uh, turtles out there with sore calves, sore knees. Then maybe this week is not the week to uh, add on any miles. Um, Take it easy in the workouts. Maybe lay off the squats and the deadlifts for three days before. Um, and then uh, this weekend, I know there are some people planning on going out and running, which is fine. Um, but I will say that nothing you do this weekend is going to impact what you do next week. Yeah, like you're I mean, not you're not gonna you're not gonna suddenly be able to take cut your time in half. It's you're just, not gonna add a lot of fitness. Yeah, the training is not this last the training. Week. The you're done with the training, and I've seen all the training, and all the training looks great, and you guys are gonna have an awesome time um, next Saturday. I think so. you can. You know, this weekend, I think you can improve your comfort. Yep. Uh, you can gain a little bit of confidence, but you can't really gain a lot of con uh, yep. fitness uh, in the next week. But you can certainly undo some things, Absolutely. right? You can, obviously, there's the potential for injuries, but even just going out and overtaxing yourself, uh, even though the race is uh, more than a week out, you can definitely see that come back and haunt you. Oh, yeah. Right? I would not have wanted, um, I know when you're talking about like regular road marathon training plans, we always talk about taper period, and usually it's two weeks before you cut back your mileage, maybe halfway, maybe more than that the week before. I ran a really big run last weekend, and I would not have wanted to 50K tomorrow. Like, I know my body needs 
more time in between really long runs um, to be happy, happy while I'm running. Yeah. So, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. go out and do anything crazy this weekend. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out and do anything crazy either. I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't overthink it either. I think uh, people can get really in their heads. Uh, taper week can be really rough oh, on yeah. some people. It, like it it's is a, a psychological. It's psychologically challenging. And then also people, because they are backing off, they start to feel like they're losing mm -hmm. fitness. And I think that's an important thing to address. Um, you're not going to, if you did nothing this week, you're not really going to lose that much fitness. Right. You'll lose some confidence, but you won't truly lose a lot of fitness. If you're someone who has been nursing an injury, or maybe you're someone who really has been hitting it really hard with the training, you might actually benefit from more rest days than not this week. But in general, I, I, I agree with your sentiment that, you know, Monday and Tuesday, you can get after it pretty good. Uh, again, I don't know the programming for this coming week either. Mike's working on that. Uh, but <clears throat> I do know that uh, yesterday's workout with the heavy front squats mm -hmm. and then the squat and bike, like that left people pretty wrecked. Yep. If that came up on Monday, I'm not saying you should skip it. But I wouldn't try to have the fastest time in the gym or the heaviest Maybe not load in the gym. Yeah, just yeah. back off on a little bit. Like, like, just go with a lighter load. And you know, I think hitting workouts at like an eighty percent effort mm -hmm. versus a hundred percent effort is probably. Yeah. A good and then idea. Yeah, modifying workouts. Like, this is a good week to modify things. So uh, some of the things that we don't necessarily think about is all the jumping that we do, and not just double unders, but burpees are jumps, and burpees over things are jumps, and box jumps, and yeah. anything that's really going to tax your calves. Just you know, take a break, modify it. Yeah, Pick something absolutely. else. You can always change the movement. So if you don't want to run, or you can row, you can ski, you can bike. There's so many other other things to do that will keep your legs happy-ish, fresh, not not dying by Saturday. Right. So, yes. And I mean, but obviously there's also the psychological aspect of going to the gym every day and getting your getting your movement in. So if that's not going to work for you mentally, as I know it does not work for me, then go in, be with your people, just dial it back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just back off a little bit. Yep. Uh, and you know the good thing is that uh, there are a lot of people in the gym that are doing the race and so you'll oh, have yeah. other folks looking out for you and, and hopefully step, keep stepping in and going, I don't know if you should do that. I, I know, I'll tell you it. that. <laughs> uh, as we get closer to race day, so Monday, Tuesday, I mean Monday I think you can go fairly hard depending on what the workout is. Like, right. like you said, if it's a ton of jumping or if it's super... Like if it's a high volume, heavy squatting day, which probably it's not because we just had that on Thursday. Mm -hmm. But if it is, maybe back off on that. But otherwise, I think you could go fairly hard. Yeah. Tuesday, dial it back a little bit. Wednesday, that's when we're starting to think about like conserving mm -hmm. energy. And what about Thursday and Friday? Thursday and Friday, I would make those active active recovery-ish days. Like even if you just take Friday completely off, there's nothing wrong with that. You don't yeah. have to go every day. It's okay. Um, it will do your body better to have a day of rest, um, then it would be to try to get that last workout in just because you feel like you should. So just because some people are there doesn't mean that you need to be there too. Um, yeah. And rest is important. So Thursday night is, I know everyone talks about making sure you get enough sleep the night before, but you're not going to sleep the night <laughs> it's before. It's not going to happen. You're going to be it angsty. And yeah. So think about your nutrition starting Thursday night um, more so than Friday because Friday you're just going to be amped up and excited and checking your alarm clock 20 times and yeah. Thursday night is really your day to bank your rest and get some Absolutely. Sleep. If you have the opportunity to like maybe take a nap on Friday, would recommend it. Like you said, mm -hmm. banking some sleep uh, because Friday night's going to be, yep. eh, it's going to be a shit show for most people, <laughs> right? I mean, let's, let's yeah. be real. No one's going to uh, sleep Friday night. You're probably going to get to sleep later than you want to because you're going to pack and repack mm -hmm. your bag. And then you're going to be nervous and you're going to wake up multiple times. You're going to check your clock. You'll be like, I don't know if I set my alarm, even though I've checked it 37 times. 
and you'll probably wake up well before your yeah. alarm, before your alarm. And so just assume you're going to sleep like crap on Friday. So try to sleep well on Wednesday and Thursday, uh, and then plan on hitting the rack early uh, on Saturday after after the race, for sure. And you will. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. So that's talking about CrossFit specific stuff. What about running? How much more running should people should people do, or can they do this week? So we were talking about yeah. this weekend a little bit. Like, there's a lot of different schools of thought of that. Um, I think part of the thing to think about is the difference between like this being a road marathon for time. Like you're not trying to qualify for Boston here. Like no one's going to New York Marathon based on the Dirty Turtle time. And I know for most of us, this is just a fun like jaunt in the park with our friends. Like no one, no one's here to PR the course. Although actually Cade has one of the course PRs right now. Does he really? From, he like, has one of the yeah, top times? Yeah, from one of the times. Uh, I did not one know of the, that. Yeah, first, first years they ran it. Um, but I don't think any of us are there to compete. We're just there to have a good time. So don't overthink the run. Like don't worry about trying to fit in any speed work or hill work this week. It's just what you've done up until this point is going to carry you through. So yeah. like, if it makes you feel good to go out for a run, then go out and run a couple miles. But if it doesn't, then... There's no reason to stress about running this week. It just doesn't, even if it was a road marathon, I still probably wouldn't run more than once this week. Yeah. You know what I typically do when I'm programming for someone uh, for building up for a race is I'll have them go out and run a known course, but at an easy effort, like just, I want, you to, I want it to be a conversational pace type mm -hmm. of effort. Don't look at your yeah. watch at all. Just start oh, your yeah. watch, run. And then when you finish, look at your watch. And most of the times people find that they've actually improved even though they weren't, the effort mm -hmm. wasn't that high. It's just from the training that they've put in. So uh, I would, you know, a little bit of uh, conversational pace running. Shake out runs. Maybe one day that you do something that's shorter but a little bit higher intensity. Uh, typically during a taper, it's back off on the volume but keep some level of intensity just so you stay fresh. But I probably wouldn't do that and a CrossFit workout in the same right. day this week. Yeah. This is not the day for week for two a days. So if you're yeah. really itching to run, skip the gym that day. Yeah, I, I agree with that as well. Yeah. So uh, don't overthink it. You know, just kind of go out and have fun and yeah. And uh, especially again, like like you said, like if your goal is to just start and then finish at some point, the training you do this week is not going right. to impact that. Well. It could negatively impact. It, it's not going to positively right. impact. It's, it's not, not going gonna... to get you across the line if you weren't going to get there last week. But it could hurt your ability to get yeah. across the line for sure. For sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, good. I like that. And I agree with that. Uh, let's talk food. Mm -hmm. Let's talk food Friday night because that's another place where people start to freak out. Like, what should I eat? Should I, should I have bagels and pasta mm -hmm. and rice and all the, all the carbs? Do I need to carb load? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> not, not really. So again, there's a, there's a big distinction uh, between road marathons and longer trail, trail runs when you don't have a time goal. And I wanna, I'm qualifying all of this with when you don't have a time goal because most of us are going to be walking half the course. I know, I think everyone's planning on walking the uphills. Like, yes, you should eat a little bit more carbs on Friday than you might normally um, to get you through that first hour or so of running. But there's no reason to like eat nothing but rice all day Friday because you will have enough time during the race while you're walking uphill to snack on your gummy bears, eat your potato chips. I don't know what they have planned for the aid stations this year, but they took care of us pretty well last time. I mean, and ultra marathons are yeah. known for it's just a grazing party. And, it's a buffet. Oreo cookies, and you coke. name it, yeah, yeah, flat yeah all coke. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I would not overthink the nutrition Friday. I your body can eat only a store so many carbs yeah. anyway. So mm -hmm. if your body can't store it as glycogen the carbohydrate uh, storage form, 
it's going to get turned to fat. So overeating carbs is not going to help you on race day anymore at all. So, uh, and at the, at the effort level that most people are going to be going at, you're going to be burning a fair amount of fat during the workout. Uh, that doesn't mean you load up on fat the night before either, but just know that uh, your body's going to sort of preferentially use fat. And so trying to jam a bunch of extra carbs in your body isn't going to, that's not going to be effective either. It's, it's, it's a different, very different animal than like trying to get as much glycogen in your muscles for a three hour sprint, not sprint, but like <laughs> maximal intensity effort than I'm just going to walk for nine hours and I'm going to eat while I walk and that's okay. Yeah. And even that, like not to get too nerdy about this, but like in order to get the benefit of a carb load, you have to have done a depletion for 10 days, 14 days prior, which is not a lot of fun and really not, hasn't ever been shown to be like so effective that us folks should do it. Like if you're trying to qualify for the Olympics or, you know, win the Boston Marathon, maybe you do that. But so carb loading the night before without having depleted yourself of carbs also Don't isn't effective. So my recommendation is always eat what you normally would the night before a big training day. So let's say we're back a few weeks. You're going to go do a big training day on Saturday. What would you normally eat Friday night and then be okay for your training day the next day? Because that's essentially what this is. It's a long training day, right? Don't do anything new. Don't go out for like, if you're not used to it, like super spicy, like, Hey, let's try the new, whatever, you know, exotic food place down the street. That's I heard is super spicy. Probably not a good idea. Although Chipotle is my pre-race. You yeah. Know, every every marathon I've ever run has been Chipotle the night before. Really? So, yeah. By, like, this is my tradition, yep. or just happens. It that just way? worked worked well for me. So I just figured, you know, I get I get stuck on well, this worked this time, so maybe it'll work every time, and that's just the thing I do on Friday nights yeah. before races. I had a friend who would have, because he's one of these guys like he's got to try to optimize the fuel. So yeah. his his meal the night before every race was a bowl of pasta, plain pasta with one or two fried eggs on top of it. Hmm. Like, I wouldn't, that doesn't spark joy. Nope. I would not be excited about eating that. Um, but who doesn't like a burrito? Right? My, uh, it's funny because two of my best performances have come on nights after I ate something that I was like, this is not what I plan to eat. So one night it was a triathlon and um, everyone, we were camping and everyone said, oh, there's this restaurant that has amazing chicken, like, that's, that's where you should go. And so we went there. This is in Wisconsin. Everything in the restaurant was fried. So it was fried chicken with French fries. and all. I mean, it was delicious, but I was like, this is not ideal. Like, it's super fatty. This is not really what I wanted. And I went out and had a great race the next day. Yeah. Uh, and the same thing happened. I don't remember what the, I don't remember where we ended up eating, but the same thing happened in another race. Like, I was, we went, went out to eat and I was like, this is absolutely not what I would be eating tonight and went out the next day and had a great race. So again, don't overthink it too much. The effort level isn't such that what you eat the night before should have a humongous right. impact. And I mean, that's not, I'm not minimizing the effort level that we're all putting no, into no, no, no. It's just, it's, it's Intensity different. levels is what yeah, I should say. Intensity, intensity levels, levels yeah. is what I should say. It's going to be hard. You're going to be working hard, <laughs> yes. but you're also going to have plenty of time to, to eat. And right. that's more important is eating while you're out there rather yes. than trying to fill it in the night before. Yeah. That's not going to benefit anybody. Absolutely. Uh, also hydration, like mm -hmm. just stay reasonably hydrated, stay well hydrated, but don't, you can't bank it either. You're just yeah. going to be getting up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom a lot if you over drink Friday night. So just reasonably hydrated, mm -hmm. make sure your urine is clear. Don't over stress about that.
uh, alcohol the night before? So I will say that I PR'd my 5K after, <laughs> after a night at Stone Brewery. <laughs> um, but generally speaking, it tends to dehydrate people. So if it's not something that you're used to doing, I wouldn't do it the night before. Like if I, you uh, drink every day. Yeah, I, I mean. Day, but I don't drink every day anymore. There is that tradition of like the pre-race beer. And I've, I've mostly followed that. But the last couple of races, like the, my last marathon, I was abstaining from all alcohol prior to. And so the night before the race, I didn't have a beer. And I didn't have a terrible race. Actually, I had a decent race the next day. Um, I think it's easy to get too wrapped up around tradition uh, and let that kind of ruin your day. So I wouldn't overthink it. Don't, you know, a drink is okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah. you know, uh, certainly don't drink to excess. Right. And uh, there will be fireball shots at the top of Turtle Rock. So <laughs> you'll, you'll have that to look forward to. There you go. There and you then, go. Uh, you know, post-race beer. It'll just make it taste that much better. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think the last thing to talk about is Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Saturday morning. What do you eat? When do you eat? What do you drink? Okay. So, again, this is all very individual, individual preference. Um, get up earlier than you think you need to. And leave before you think you need to. Um, I do remember there was a lot of traffic last time driving down, so it took me a lot longer than I planned. And I always schedule myself to be there ahead of time anyway. But um, I, this is a really touchy topic for a lot, for a lot of people is what you eat before your race. I usually just eat a banana and I drink my coffee and that's it. I don't eat before. I don't like having food in my stomach when I start runs, especially long runs. Um, even when we did the 25 miles enchantments hike last year, I, don't, I didn't eat anything but everybody else I was with ate because that's what they do before their long days. So yeah. don't do anything that you haven't been doing. So if you ate before your long training training events, then eat before your race. Just treat it the same way you treated your long your long runs until now. Yeah. If you haven't eaten, then today, then that's not the day to test eating before your run. Absolutely. Yeah, My for me, it's eggs in some form or fashion, usually two or three scrambled eggs, a banana, and with peanut butter. Yeah, That's now is not the time, time to be giving advice about what to eat the day of your race because you should have you should already have these habits formed yeah. and you don't want to try anything new that you didn't do. So don't try any new salt tablets. Don't try any new uh, hydration stuff. Don't try any new, um, what, what did I get into trouble with? I think my first marathon, they handed me those cliff shot blocks 20 uh, miles in and I'd never had them before. Yeah. It ruined me and I should have never ever taken them. I ran a marathon where they had, I don't remember the name, I don't think it exists anymore, but they had some sort of fueling on the course and toward the end of the race I was out of what I mm -hmm. carried with me because I needed to carry my own stuff because I wasn't, I had no idea what the stuff they were carrying and uh, I got desperate at the end of the race and they were handing it out and I grabbed it and it tasted like a jello shot and I don't Jello shot. It disgusting. may have been a jello shot. Uh, no, this was a road marathon, but it tasted like a jello shot. It was so. It was probably it was the same. Not good. I think it's the same thing that I had. It was not good. Yeah, it ruined my day, and it definitely ruined the last six miles of that race. Yeah, so I think uh, what would you eat before a long training day? Eat what that. have you been eating? Yes, eat what have you been eating before? Yeah, before your long training days, eat that. Uh, and again, like Janae said, you're going to have plenty of opportunities to eat on the course. You should be carrying food with you. Uh, you should already have that planned out and there's going to be food on the course. Yep. Uh, so if you don't, don't feel like you have to like be full at the start of the yeah. race. Yeah, I would probably not want to be full at the start of the race, but I eat usually every hour. What time does the race start? I don't know. Okay. 
Okay, I, was, I was just thinking about that. Like, I know this one's kind of goofy because we're doing all these wave yeah, starts. Yeah, I think the first, I feel like the first wave starts at 8 that's or not 7.30. So I'm That's not, not so I'm bad. Because I know sometimes people will get up like three or four hours yep. before the race and eat. Don't do that. Yeah. You're going to benefit more from the sleep mm-hmm. uh, than you will from the fuel. And because you you're going to have opportunities yeah, to there's eat. There's a long drive down there. Yeah. So it's about, it's good half an hour, 40 minutes. So you've got plenty of time to eat on the way down there, when you get there, when you're parking. Yes. Yeah, you're going to be fine. Don't get up early just to eat a banana. Yeah. Um, pooping. It's a thing. So plan for that. Uh, yeah. Try to get as much of it done as you can at home before you get to the race start because there's probably going to be lines for the toilets. Yeah, I think there's one. There's one toilet. Well, no, they'll bring in porta potties, but uh, there's if you don't like porta potties, there's only one non porta potty. Got it. Okay. Yeah, so bring some so extra if toilet you, paper if you're just bougie, in case. If you're bougie, make sure you have some stuff. Bring some extra toilet paper. You yep. should have some toilet paper in your whatever you're using to carry your fuel and water. Have some toilet paper in there. Uh, have some toilet paper with you for the start of the race or before the start of the race, and try to get most of your pooping done at home. Because you're in the woods, like they're. <laughs> I mean, bring a shovel, I guess. Yeah, yeah. right. We've all yeah, been you there. should bury it. We've all been there. Yeah, it's fine. All right. Don't get lost. What have we missed? Um, in terms of preparation, I don't think anything. I mean, just make smart choices. If you have any questions about what might be a good choice, or what might not be a good choice, you can feel free to reach out because yeah. I like talking about this stuff. Um, Plenty of your coaches, so Kate, Mike, Janae, we're all running myself. It. Uh, well, I'm not running well, it, but we all have experience running ultra events. We all have experience running marathons, things like that. So. If you have questions, feel free to ask us this week because uh, we're there for you as resources. Yep, and I mean, I'll be out on the course for at least half, 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 of, half of my course is your course. So it'll be fun. We're going to have a really good time. I'm Absolutely. really, really impressed with how much people put into training for this. Yeah, I'm super really cool. Yeah. We probably just cool. need to buy a package of like 50, 25K stickers. Yeah. And just hand them to them. <laughs> I'm really excited. It's going to be great. I, I still, I'm still blown away by how many people are signed up. Me so too. Really I'm excited cool. to be out there and uh, cheer you all on and uh, see how this goes. And we'll have a party after. Absolutely. We will have a party afterwards. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, make sure you hit uh, like and subscribe. If you know other folks that aren't part of our uh, Kids Have CrossFit community, but they're also doing the Dirty Turtle and they're freaking out like everybody else is, uh, send them the link to this video. So uh, hopefully we can help uh, alleviate some of their anxiety. Uh, but uh, good luck this week. Uh, don't stress out. I know it's easy to say and harder to do, but uh, try not just have a fun week. Just chill out and know that you're going to have a blast next weekend out on the trail. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing you in the gym this week. Yes. All right. Thanks, Janae. No problem. That was fun.